are live. Hello to all my guys, gals, and non-binary pals of Audio Podcast Land, and welcome to another episode of Friday Night Fights, a worldwide wrestling actual play podcast. I am your lovely creative slash game master for this amazing show, Mikey. You can follow me on my personal social medias at PopCultureGeek, or you can follow all of us collectively at D&D Vibe Tribe Productions. Make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on all the projects we got going on, which is a lot. Seven actual play podcasts, a couple of pop culture podcasts, there's something for everyone, so make sure you tune in and subscribe. Ladies and gentlemen, this is, at this point of our journey, this is the first episode right after our big pay-per-view special. So, I am so excited to get into the next chapter of this game. As always, I am joined by my lovely cast of players, because without them, this story is not possible. So we're going to go around and do some introductions, plug any projects they got going on, and who they are playing in this amazing game. So... Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, Echo, my dear fellow, you are the first to go. Hi everyone, this is Echo. You probably know me from several other Vibe Tribe productions. I will be playing John McCack the Sixth, your favorite manager in the world. I <laughs> also play Corey O'Reilly in our Knights of Paint Home podcast, which is out right now. I recommend hearing that for the funny names of our episodes we also have the d academy which just came out run by one of our fellow players here it, it's an enjoyment to play i play liz and alex and there are changeling bard with split personality disorder and last and not least we do have the other game which i do I play Nicholas Heisenberg, our deal stinger, and at the current moment, the future's not looking great for me. Not at all. You'll be fine, I promise. <laughs> yeah, usually if I roll 11, good things happen. Not anymore. I pass it on. <laughs> You'll be fine. Alrighty. So with that, next person to give their little introduction is going to be Minnie. How's it going, guys? I'm Minnie Monster Two One Eight, or Minnie, or if your name is Echo, uh, Mino. You guys can check me to other projects here. I am also in the Academy. I play Mr. Ratchney, who you know, half drunk all the time. And then I'm also on here. I play Mr. Axel, founding member of the Co Club, and one half of the reigning. Defending tag team champions, you know what's up, yes, sir. I'd never get tired of that part, it's so great. But of course, the next player that we have in our amazing lineup of castmates is the one and only John. I feel like Minnie walks around at the store and just says, The raining defending, just doesn't even, sir. This is a grocery store, can I help you? My name's John Crossway. I am a teacher, and I do the TikTok, and I do voiceover, and I, you can find me on IMDb and all the social medias if you type in my last name, which is ridiculous. I am playing the slightly erotic Viking Santa known as Bjorn Kringleson. Here, I'm also playing various other characters on another podcast, actual play here on the Vibe Tribe. And I'm bald, and I teach at many colleges. 
And I should write this down. I think I've butchered this intro every episode for a few months now. <laughs> but it's a classic, though. We'd love it's to never, see it. It's never accurate. It's like, I've said everything, but... Oh, close. Uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to... I'm excited for this one coming off the pay-per-view. I, I really want to see where we go. I'm excited, too. Next person to give their little introduction is the one and only Christopher. Oh, ah. Y'all make me smile. I miss y'all. Hello, everyone. This is Chris, also known as Riku. You can find me on all the social medias as Pup Riku, Puppy Riku, whatever. Depending on what social media you're using, you'll find me as one of the two of them. Uh, you can catch me on here, other podcasts such as Furusato, where I play Kaito Shiba. And on the Academy, as your lovely DM, I haven't put my, my players through too much danger we'll see what happens next week but other than that yeah let's let's see how tonight goes oh yeah and i am playing the umbral talon your reigning bedlam break champion oh that was (laughs) i love that concept so much and i cannot wait to play to it so much Oh, just the, the the way that it's set up is the only way you can defend it is in a Bedlam Break match. But also you, the op- option B is still on the cart, a table too. You've released something in me to the point that eventually I may want to repackage Umbra into a hardcore. Yes. Please do that. Please do that. <laughs> Please. But like old school, like mid 90s fighting in alleyways with fluorescent bulbs, hardcore, like ridiculous, not necessary. I'm killing them. Let's go. If, if Tana tries to pull some shit again, oh, oh it's on. Oh, <laughs> oh my no, gosh. they have a meat grinder. No. Listen, there are so many stipulations for a hardcore match that you can pull from, and I'm going to send you some modern examples of some great ones I think that are amazing. Are so you, you can do your to, homework. Like, rip ears off? Is that a thing? Like, you can actually do that, right? That is true. <laughs> we'll revisit that. <laughs> But of course, last but certainly not least, rounding out our amazing cast of players is the one and only Adolfo. Saludos, programas, and welcome. It's been a while. It's nice to say that. I am Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at the nerdy Puerto Rican. You can also find me here on the D&D Vibe Tribe. I play in the Academy game as the Necromancer Dagny Hutercrypta. I play in the Fursato game as Shodai Toketsukaze. I do have a little podcast called the Nuri Puerto Ricast. I promise episode 5 is going to be coming soon. I promise. In the really real world, however, I will be performing... As Diego de la Fiesta with the Lords of Adventure this upcoming weekend at the Smithville Renaissance, which is down in Smithville, New Jersey. And then May 21st, 22nd, 28th, 29th, and 30th, I will be down at the Tennessee Pirate Festival in Harriman, Tennessee. And finally, I come back home to the New Jersey Renaissance Festival the first weekend of June. Come and check us out. You tour Ren Fairs? Yeah, yeah. It's a thing you do. That's fantastic. I might be the only one within a hundred mile radius that thinks that's cool as hell. That's amazing. Oh, I'm jealous now. Dude, listen, we here at D&D Vibe Tribe Productions, we support our homies in all endeavors that they do. So I'm super excited. And I know. That's amazing. I never knew that. 
off screen, off camera, I know we've had many conversations and I know you've just been super excited, Adolfo, to finally get back into it. And I'm really yeah. happy for you, dude. I cannot wait. I'm like, someone take pictures. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there will be video in the whole nine yards. But most importantly, here, Friday Night Fights. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the reigning IAW champion, Macho Mage, Silver Sparkle Zap, waggling of the fingers and the magic happens. Oh, oh my gosh. Audience, you have no idea. It really only has been a week at the time of this recording since we last met, but I've missed these lovable losers so much. They make my day worth it. Speaking of making days hey, worth it, weird. listen, you are all lovable losers in my eyes. That's what I call my friends. Like, we're all lovable losers. This is such a misfit, like, group of wrestlers, but it I love it. I can't wait. But wrestlers, speaking of people. making days, yes. people, wrestlers, Mixture that's right, people. don't, don't <laughs> break kayfabe. Rocky, thank you for saying. Oh, my gosh. People, wrestlers, whatever. In this universe, y'all are playing some wrestlers. But speaking of playing some wrestlers, I believe with introductions out of the way, it is time to get officially started with Insane Asylum Wrestling. Once again, Insane Asylum Wrestling is brought to you live from down your house a couple of blocks away. <laughs> we still don't know exactly where that is, but just take a step outside of your doorway, walk a couple blocks down the road, and you will oddly see a giant warehouse full of people entering in for IAW Insane Asylum Wrestling. Once again, the IAW faithful make their way to their seats and in anticipation for the IAW after lockdown taping. A lot went down at the pay-per-view. Make sure that you go check out that episode because amazingness happened. But if you're just joining us at this point, hi, welcome. But we're about to witness all of our, I should say, wrestling talent because we have a managerial talent. They are all now champions of IAW. So... As the fallout from the lockdown pay-per-view is on the lips and the minds of the IAW faithful, the lights begin to dim and the crowd begins to start chanting IAW. And as the crescendo of the audience's voices grows louder and louder with each decibel chant, the pyro then just begins to go off on the stage and the audience just collectively loses their minds. On the Titantron, you just see a video package of a bunch of the roster doing some amazing stuff. But more specifically, the more recent videos show some clips and some highlights from the lockdown pay-per-view. As the IAW bumper theme song begins to play and more pyro explodes, the lights in the arena just turn on. And the audience just collectively screams as we are joined by our lovely commentator, Tony Delant. Good evening, IAW faithful, and welcome back to another episode of Insane Asylum Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen and all people of the gender identity spectrum. 
We have an amazing episode for you tonight. We are about to witness the fallout from the lockdown pay-per-view. If you haven't had a chance to see it, watch the reruns because my God, ladies and gentlemen, it was a sight to behold. We crowned three new champions during lockdown and we get the amazing privilege to hear from the Cole Club, this new little faction that has developed over the last couple of weeks, but have gone on to hold all the gold here in Insane Asylum Wrestling. What will they have to say? And who are some of their challengers in the wings waiting to take those titles from them? Ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to hold for too long as we begin tonight with the Cole Club. As the camera kind of sweeps into the ring, we once again see our amazing and our lovely ring announcer, Miss Terry Delant. Terry grabs a microphone and she says, Ladies and gentlemen, IAW Faithful, it is my pleasure to announce arriving to the ring at this time your reigning IAW champion, Bedlam Break champion, and IAW tag team champions, the Cole Club. So, since all four of you are in this faction, I need everyone to describe to me what does the ring gear and the entrance look like for all of you as you make your way down to the ring? I'm not part of this yet, so I'm not here. Because oh, we had to have a backroom discussion. In oh, don't the worry. <laughs> the boiler room is where all the business happens. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Blitzen comes out and just comes out there and like sits. We have no idea what Blitzen says, but it's very important. It's just a series of meows and purrs. Like try, but we know the cue. At the right moment, let's go black. And it's the typical lasers that were established by the initial call club. But then whatever highlights from the other faction members, I think that all happens around the same time. But I'll let everyone describe it as they Oh my goodness. So, you know what? I'm just going to be that. I'm going to be that guy. So... Chris or Umbra, describe what your gear looks like and like how what is your video package that is playing for this Cole Club entrance? Oh, Umbra is still in his black vest with the hoodie. You look on the back. It looks like he actually cut up the Cole Club shirt so that he can basically sew it and patch it into the back of his vest. Um, Still wearing the leather pants, no shirt this time. He's just, let's go. And his package is just a lot of his high-flying stunts, from the running at Elk to sliding under his legs and whipping him out, to almost like a dual shot, like almost cross-faded shot of both of his finishers from going against the surfer dude and the one against Elk in the championship, basically flipping over each other. A bunch of his other high-flying moves, him using the nunchucks, him grabbing the chain and using the chain, showing a little bit of the brutality that he's not afraid to show. And as he walks out and he stands there right behind Blitzen. Yes. 
<laughs> we love to see it. And then, of course, coming alongside you, Umbra, is the new world reigning IAW champion, Macho Mage. So, Macho Mage, I'm going to let you describe your ring gear and your video package on the Titan Tron. So, the music is still the same. It is the wizard from Black Sabbath. And the video clips that are playing is intermingle of the macho mage doing like some spell casting stuff and like he so the the first one's like him over a cauldron and then he like makes a motion towards the screen and when he makes a motion towards the screen like flips and it and it shows when he threw the four the d4s on the mat and then so it's kind of it's intercut like that and he will as it's going off, he is going to come out, but it's going to look like he's floating just like a few feet off, maybe like a foot off the ground. Maybe he's on one of those hover cycle, hover whatevers or whatnot. But right. But it's that the, he's he looks like he's hovering and his back is actually to the crowd. And it's his his wizard robe spread at, spread like a, like a cape. So everyone can see all the like the stars and the the the, the stars and the and the moons on the on the robe but then all of a sudden the robe it has little LEDs in it that start to sparkle and then all of a sudden turn on and say the champ and then he slowly rotates 360 degrees and slowly brings his robe down and covers himself as he rests right next to <laughs> the on the other side, uh, I should say, of of the cat. <laughs> Blitzen, you describing this is giving me like Ric Flair, but also Bobby like Robert Rude vibes. <laughs> Just be like in the robe, glorious. <laughs> and then, of course, last but certainly not least, Axel, you're bringing up the rear, so to speak, joining your whole club brothers. So. Give us a description of what your ring gear looks like in uh, the video package playing. You know, it's it's going to be, it has to be no longer the song, his original song. It's now the uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra group. It's the tag team now. It comes out in a coal club, a coal club t-shirt. This gets to be a muscle shirt because, you know, Axel big. You got to show off the guns a little bit. He wears black sweatpants for his uh, his lower gear. Um, and on the back of his, on the back of the tank top he wears, it, it says, coal club symbol on the back. It says Axel Chop. <laughs> Axel comes out. Video package just shows a uh, mixture of the match, the one in the tag team titles. Axel chopping the crap out of people, throwing one of the soccer bombs through a table. When Axel gets up by the by Blitzen and the rest of the crew, he does instead of the mixed forward, does the little bang bang. Axel does like karate cams. goes. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying this. I missed you guys so much. <laughs> but oh, he also wears his title like a necklace that's around his neck. Oh, hell yes, definitely. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so amazing. So the four of you are standing at the top of the entrance ramp. And as you are looking out into the audience, you just all hear nothing but cheers and just Cole club, Cole club. I'm still I'm throwing presents into the crowd like I'm still reaching <laughs> into the sack every now and then. It's a bit of coal, but usually most for the most part. it's Nice. So as all four of you make your way down to the ring, you are just met with the cheers and the 
adulation of the IAW crowd. Macho Mage, as you're looking into the audience, you see your fan club of those three dads that have been following your career forever, still crying and just so happy for you as they hold up a sign. It's just like IAW champion. And the four of you make your way into the ring where Terry just claps and smiles at all of you and says, ladies and gentlemen, the call club. And as she says that, just the roar just echoes throughout the arena of just cheers and you deserve it. Brick kind of tears up a little bit. How do you not? That's so specific. You deserve <laughs> it. Oh. We, we live for those types of moments, but Terry doesn't even say anything. She just hands you Bjorn the microphone and just steps away off to the corner, off to the side and just lets you all have your moments. So you have the microphone. Cool. I'm going to turn to the crowd and I'm just going to yell, ho, ho. And then they're going to finish the ho, the third ho of that call. So it's this it's beautiful like, ho, ho, ho. echoing ho just fills the entire arena. I'm going to I'll grab the mic. I'm going to say this faction was started in the name of friendship. Whatever holiday you want to celebrate, right? It's for you. What do you need? Take it. Hey. Oh, ho, ho. You're on. We also started to kick Tana's ass. I want you to put that out there, too. Yeah, we'll do that, too. We'll figure that out. Uh, <laughs> I said that on mic. That was hot mic. I'm going to say, we couldn't have done this without the leadership and tenacity of our manager, Blitzen. Where are you, Blitzen? Get up here. And, and Blitzen's probably going to balance along the rope and then jump off the turnbuckle onto one of us. Maybe jump on each of our shoulders to try and get to me. We're here for you people. And this faction is only as strong as you. As you let us be. So again, we want to thank you and the fans in Saint Asylum Wrestling. Oh, I'm just going to start throwing gifts again out of the sack. This just never ends. There's just more and more gifts coming out of the sack. Nice. Okay. So, here's what I want you to do, Bjorn. I'm going to have you roll cut a promo. Oh! <laughs> so, okay. so, you're going... So, yes, I told you we're going to start getting into all the other different types of moves this game has to offer. Cool. So, with cut a promo, I need to roll your 2d6, and I need you to roll plus look for me. I'm sorry, man. That's my job. Oh, 12. I'll take it every time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We're off to a hot start. Okay. Wait, you have a zero in look? I'm I'm actually surprised. Hell, I got a minus two. It's fine. Listen, (laughs) someone, y'all, the dice gods will love you or hate you, but it is glorious either way. You guys are all the fighters. You guys are good at fighting. I'm the man who's got the charisma. Okay. So, Bjorn on a 12, which is a hot success. That's so amazing. So, you may pick two for the following list. So, here are some four options that you can do. Technically, only some of them apply, but I can change it on the fly. So, here's your options. You can pick two. 
So one, you can make creative book you in a match. You can add a stipulation to any relevant match that happens this episode. You can add something to the promo to have someone come out to respond to it. And you can choose anyone you want. Or you can call out someone and you can gain plus one heat with them because you are putting them on blast in the promo. Ooh, I can add a stipulation. I can call someone out. What was the first thing? Uh, You can have creative, a.k.a. me, book you in a match. So let's say you weren't. Let's say that you you want to be in a specific type of match. You can force my hand and make you be a part of that match. So I got a stipulation. I can call somebody out or I can have creative book me in something. Do I need to do that now or can I hold those for this round? I'm going to say you got to do it now, unfortunately. Okay, that's fine. No, that's fine. I will add a stipulation to any of the matches tonight. Okay, and so we're gonna we're gonna do keep you, that do in mind. Want me to, I'll make one up for you if you like. Okay. Sure. And then I'll just uh, magically assign that to whoever. And then I will call someone out, but I'm gonna do it differently than I think you think. Okay. Uh so do you want me to call the stipulation now? Yeah, I'm right, really sure. interested. So I'm gonna grab the, I'm gonna grab the the mic again, and I'm gonna say. In honor of our glorious victory at last week's last week's pay per view, <laughs> the pay per view. I mean, technically, all... it was last week. <laughs> I mean, okay. Tonight's matches will all be Boxing Day matches. To win, one must land in this box, and a giant box comes down from the ceiling, like it's like a packing, like a massive wooden box. The lid is open. And to win, one must be in the box and be locked in the box. And there's like a hammer inside and there's like nails out there. There's like a latch and a lock. There's a box. matches? Is that what's going on? You knew. It's just a giant box, right? So the box box is coming down. It's made of wood, but it's also painted with ornaments and Christmas trees. Like it's a giant box. Like it's a present box that's coming down from the ceiling. And, And the loser. Uh, well, I, okay. I won't say that stipulation. I'll keep that one. Uh, there is a present tag on the top of the box that that is closed. That no one knows what it says yet until the end of the match. At the end of the match, whoever's in the box, the winner can open that, and then it says something. I'll tell you what it says oh, at the geez. end of the match. So wait, is it a reverse casket match where you want to be put in the box? <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to be in the box. I don't think anyone wants to be in the What's box. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> the rest of your career, Brad. I think for that one. And I'm going to call someone out, but I'm going to do it differently. And, okay. and people, this might be different. I want to take this opportunity to talk to them boys in the back. You know who you are, green leafy bastards. Ah. And I'm going to toss the, the mic to Umbra. Let them have it. I'm giving my call out to Umbra. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Umbra, you catch the microphone from Bjorn. Dude, I'm good. I've been good with them for my matches. Shit. <laughs> oh, lordy. Who? Who did I fight the first time? So, in your very first match of IAW. Oh, no, it against- was a tag match. I- I'm. Which one did I fight solo? 
So the first one definitely was a tag match. We can edit this part out. I'm trying to remember there was a match you had where you got totally fucked up. I can't remember who it was. That was the first one. That was a tag match with Tiggy. He got jumped by Tana and the soccer moms. Yeah, because then afterwards you had to go see Dr. You got hurt for trying to do the towel spot. No, no, I remember that. And then you had to go see Dr. Britt. And then then after that for the battle break. Yeah, you went against Wade Water I for went the Wade. Yeah, what's Wade his partner's for name? Tommy uh, Tsunami. Tommy. Okay, thank you. Okay, great. I was trying to remember thank I knew you. there was heat somewhere in there. All right. Yeah, I needed somewhere there. <laughs> yeah. So personally would like to thank the two of you for really starting me on this journey. And as we see now, I've already gotten through one of you to get through this. So now it's time to even it up because Tommy Tsunami, I'm going to come for you. I want to finish this off. I want to finish what y'all started. Ooh. I mean, technically, they haven't really done anything too much they to you. They have but- intended us, and I'm actually good in with with. Wow, you just told me, and my brain just Tommy tsunami. Listen, yeah, like, like you can have, we can have face uh, face on face rivalries. That's well, a no, possibility. No, no. Yeah, because me and me and Wade Waters are cool. But if you're gonna put me on the spot like that to call somebody out, okay, and specifically telling me to call them out, okay, I have to figure something out then. <laughs> Thanks. I, I I don't have heat with anybody. I won too. <laughs> I I and Wade Waters like. Like, we were cool after that match. So I'm going to say that as I'm saying this, I'm saying it in a fun tone. I'm saying it in more of a in a playful tone of let's finish this, but we cool. That's cool. <laughs> we never actually got to finish our match. And because ah. Tiggy, that's it. That, that's more it what is. I'm saying is we, did, we never got to finish our match. I got to finish it with Wade. Now I get to have the opportunity to finish it with you, Tommy. So, oh my god, how about it? And I'm saying, and I'm not saying it a cockley. I'm saying it like I'm having no, fun with you. this. I'm cool with them. Oh my gosh, I love it so much. So, yes, yeah, I think that's that, what I'm gonna go with. And this is edit this out because this doesn't work. This keeps Cole Club honorable because now it's, yeah. we're not fighting for evil. We're fighting. Like, hey, in the name of sport. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. A some, fighting some, champion some is what you guys are doing. Interrupted our match. Some bitch ended our match before either of us could. Why don't we finish it? Say that into the microphone. Do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I still need to keep that up. <laughs> so I'm like, like, listen, Tommy, I like you. I just want to finish what we started. After all, some fucking bitch decided to finish our match for us. We never finished that match. I finish it with Wade. Now it's time to finish it with you. Oh, what do you oh, say? Oh, sorry, kid. This is not TV thirteen. It ain't personal, kid. <laughs> like, it's it's not personal. It's drag. Just kidding. <laughs> You're like death drop. <laughs> he is going to pull it. Do one of those off the top rope death drops at some point. Laganja extranja and just jump off things. <laughs> it wasn't Laganja. That was somebody else. Uh, no, Laganja did it for All Stars, but Aja also did it for All Stars. That's she what jumped, I'm thinking of. Just, just jumping off Aja. the box, be like, "Sorry, big Drag Race fans here, but let's continue on." 
So at this point, after you finish your promo, Tommy comes on out to a good amount of cheers. Of course, he's wearing like the most gaudy Tommy Bahama shirt. And he's got like the. His wrestling trunks are like akin to swimming trunks and he's coming out in some flip flops. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm probably going to walk to the edge of the ring and just lean on the the ropes, just casual legs crossed, because if he's coming out, he's he's going to say something. I'm just going to listen. So Tommy comes out with the microphone in hand and he just takes in the cheers as he is walking out, Wade walks up beside him, but staying a little bit further away to give Tommy the spotlight. He looks around. He looks directly at you, Umbra, in the ring. And without saying much, he just says, challenge accepted. Is I'll see you tonight in our main event. And I'm. <laughs> so what Umbra's going to do at that, he's going to have this big smile and then exit the ring walk and go to walk up to Tommy to shake his hand to make it a okay he takes your hand he shakes it smiles and just nods and then both of you turn to the crowd and just look out before looking back at each other and just nodding and smiling at the excitement of this potential match at this point however you hear just a so in order, there's a couple of people that come on out from behind the trauma bay doors, as we have decided to call them. First and foremost, you just hear a female voice. It's like, Whoa, hang on and out. Who should be walking out? But none other than the former IAW champion, Tana. And she just looks at you and just like, doesn't even give you the time of day. Umbra, she's just a. And just continues walking down the ramp. Can I try to trip her? Can I, can I like, like, as she's walking past, just put my leg out, see if she just trips over it? Sure, I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to have you roll straight 2d6 to see what happens. There's not really a move for it, but let's just see what happens. Don't worry, we, we still got Ugh, Fuck. Uh, five. <laughs> nope, five. That, nope, you don't trip her. You try to stick your foot out and she just steps over it. I give like a, an exaggerated look as she walks past. I'm just going to give like a exaggerated comedic look at her <laughs> like <laughs> evil eye face. Jeez Louise. So again, she just looks at you, steps over ugh, and continues walking towards the ring. Now, this is all fair and good. If we're handing out matches and she continues to walk inside the ring, steps through the world. I would like to have a rematch with you as she stares at macho mage well first things first only toggle holders inside the ring so go ahead and take a step back outside the ring Ooh. make a challenge she just oh, looks oh. at and then i like i look at tommy i was like "Ooh, i better go and i ru- <laughs> run back to the ring and and like slide into the ring and walk past her and just goes so she just steps uh look at you axel just i'm here for him not you but if you want to have a conversation, you're going to need to step in line because there's a couple other people that want to have a conversation with you. And as she says that standing coming from the audience, you see the soccer bombs 
But you also see the Bayou Brotherhood step into the ring, surrounding the ring. And Tana just looks at you for and says, congratulations, you guys have made it to the big time. You are finally at the top of Insane Asylum Wrestling. But don't get it twisted. Your stay at the top of this podium is only temporary because now that you're the champions, you have a whole plethora of talent who are hungry and are ready to go at it to take those titles off of you. And she walks over to you, Macho Mage. I must admit, I was surprised by the fact that you were able to take the title off me. And I will give you that. Even if it was just a fluke victory. So here's what I propose. I want my rematch. But of course, I'm not stupid. I know I have to earn my rematch. So what do you say since apparently your B title player over here is giving out matches? What say you and me go at it one on one tonight right here, right now? If I win, I get to face you at resurrection for what is rightfully mine. Or are you so scared and afraid that you knew that beating me was a fluke? And you can't have that amazing success strike twice for you. As she lowers the microphone and just stares at you, Macho Mage. Macho Mage is going to slowly bring his hand out from under his robe. And in his hand is going to be a little coffee creamer. And he's going to get maybe two fingers away from Hannah and be like, you see this, Hannah? This is cream, Hannah. It's the cream of the crop. And the cream of the crop rises to the top. Ooh, yeah. The tag team bedlam The grass man just uses one of his claws and pokes the creamer and takes you're it just out gonna, of the Damn, you're going to interrupt, bro? <laughs> I'm just, the grass man is a separate entity. He's alone to do his shit. Damn. So the Macho Mage is still going to continue. <laughs> the tag team Bedlam Break and Big Time Champ are all here in the same camp. I'll take that match, Hannah. One more stipulation. Oh, yeah. Apparently, you've been weaving some spells and uh, Macho Mage will totally flick the now punctured uh, coffee creamer at Hannah. Okay. Apparently, you've been weaving your own spells. Some spells of lies. Telling, making it seem like people have done things that other people have done and putting that blame on others. Oh, yeah. So, if you win, you get your match. Oh, yeah. But if I win, the truth comes out, Hannah. Oh, my. Snaps all around. Holy crap. Yo, sir. I'm just jumping up and down, just so f- fucking excited. <laughs> Low key, like, 
The Bayou Brotherhood is indifferent, but if you look around, you see the soccer bombs trying not to. They're just giddy just hearing about that. They're like, <laughs> while the surfer bros are just standing there in the middle of it all, just like the fuck. Wade all of a sudden has a bucket of popcorn. Is just McCax just angling his. He just took it from an ass. audience member. McCax just in the background angling his mask to show a smile, actually interested in what's happening here. <laughs> but the grass fans just like looking at like points at itself, like I'm the one who does the magic here, not you. Oh my gosh! So Tana just holding the microphone. Thanks for a brief moment. Challenge accepted. Of course, I have nothing to hide, but even if I did, this is going to be easy. And just tosses the microphone at you and walks away. So at this time, the soccer bombs come into the ring and they just step to you, Bjorn and Axel. But unlike your previous encounters, this time when they step to you, it's out of respect as they both bow to you. They I bow pick as up well. the mic. I, I bow they, as well. <laughs> they pick up the microphone and just says, "Ready for round two? Council, yeah. I'm just gonna say, do I have the mic? Who has the mic? I mean, at this point, there's enough microphones to there's go like around. 30 mics. I'm just gonna say, when? Now? We were thinking best of three series. I can still count the highs, so I think this is okay. God, two is just one more than three. You know that. Don't bring math into this. It makes my head hurt. Oh, it's, it's not math. It's just, well, yeah, you'll be fine. The soccer bobs just look at you. Let's have a match tonight. Winner gets to f- pick the first match stipulation in our best of three. Whoever wins two out of three matches is declared the best tag team, and the tag team titles will be the prize at the end. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think the Blitz and just nods, right? Is efficient about it. Remember, all the stipulations tonight are box matches. All... Yeah, so this, all of them are. So this is this is gonna be a good time. <laughs> this is, is gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. So with that accepted, the soccer bombs again bow and make their way out of the ring, and the Bayou Brotherhood kind of lingers a little bit around the ring. Once again, Carl and Ava. Yes, I know you get a kick out of it, <laughs> John, when I say it. <laughs> But Harl and Ava are just milling about with Louisiana man just just sitting there. And he gives you a interesting look, Umbra, as he just locks eyes with you, just gives you a sinister smile before taking his two lackeys and leaving the ring and heading back through the audience. I blow him a kiss. As he's walking away, not even turning around, he catches it and just... Throws it to the ground. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. And for some mic. reason, like you, don't, you can't explain why, but as he throws it to the ground, you just see something on fire just come out of his hand as it burns <laughs> to the ground. Ooh, he's a kinky one. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run up to the ropes and I'm gonna yell, "Hey, Harl!" I, the the grassman turns around, throws a, throws a clump of mud straight into the Viking's face. Roll for it. Does it hit me in the face? Yes, roll for it. Just roll a 2d6. Does the mud hit him in the face? <laughs> I need to get my dice. I need to see. Actually, this is dumb. I don't think it's going to work, but it would be Listen, hilarious. If it we live for dumb moments on this podcast. Okay. Thank you. Roll for it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. What am I rolling for this? 
just roll a straight 2d6 because there's no actual move you like to throw mud but let's just see what happens um so yeah not only does the mud successfully get flung into bjorn's face but it's just the perfect amount of like wetness and just gross like gravel that's like it dries when it hits your face and it's just like it's gonna take a lot of soap and water to get that uncaked from your face it dries instantly hits my face yes okay I'm going to say, Facial, huh? Didn't know your manager was German, you shy bastard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into his bag and pull out, like, baby wipes and start wiping off. Thanks, buddy. The, gra- the, the like, just, like, shrugs. I don't understand what he said, but I'm going now. This is just the inner monologue that's happening. Grassman, it's just inner monologue. Jeez, Louise. I think the grass- okay, so with was. that, grass- <laughs> yeah, Grassman and the Bayou Brotherhood make their way out of the ring. We cut back to Tony. The commentator's just like, ladies and gentlemen, a lot has transpired, but it seems that we have boxing, as he reads his card, boxing day matches. We haven't had one since 1972 during the great winter storm. So the fact that we're seeing it in 2022, ladies and gentlemen, is a sight to behold. Not since the great blizzard of 72 have we done a boxing day match. (laughs) Yeah, seeing that it's Boxing Day, I almost want to call it the Return to Sender match. <laughs> oh my gosh, Remember, yes. You, nobody knows what the tag says. I know what the tag says. Ah. And we'll find out. Oh, I want to know when he said that. <laughs> okay, so we have our matches. So after everything gets reset, for the sake of it, we're going to say that entrances, like we had the grand entrance, so you guys are going to make your entrances, but the Dice Gods have decided that the first match of the night will be Umbra versus Tommy Tsunami. <laughs> no backstage talks yet. We Well, actually, Umbra, as you're getting ready in the back to have get come out for your entrance, the rest of you guys are chilling in the backstage area. When Blitzen approaches the four of you and towing along Blitzen is your bestie as I put it in air quotes, John, the manager, as he arrives with Blitzen, as you guys are hanging in the back. Do we need to put him in the back again? What's going on? Umbra right now, since he's first up, he's probably stretching. He has earbuds in trying just to limber up for it. He's not paying attention to anything here. I wouldn't like the back again. This is more of a deal. I want to propose. Probably won't accept it, considering our history, but it could be lucrative if you do. I think I might need to get the other guys, because I'm not the best at making deals like Macho Mage's shoulder. Macho Mage turns around and... Well, look who's coming to the boiler room. I love that the boiler room is where all the business happens. Continue. (laughs) Oh, I've been here before. Speak your... Speak your peace, but don't speak in tongues. Oh, yeah. Or you will be smitten. See, listen to the Macho Nacho wizard guy. Mucho Macho Nacho. Yeah, this probably needs your whole team, not just you two. Because it's wiser to have the whole team knowing than just you two. But you are, like, right here. Can you not see me? I'm, like, 6'5". You're just completely, de- like, the darkness devoured you. I don't even know if you're here. 
I'm sorry about that. I cast invisibility. Oh, you could taking it off. Oh yeah, you have it's gone now. How concentration not... spell? Oh yeah. How do you not misuse that power? That's amazing. Only certain spell slots for certain times of the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> you guys are all good at fighting, but you're all terrible at actually talking. This is just meta, but that 12 would say otherwise, but continue. <laughs> Most of the time, you guys are not the good best at talking in the backstage. Am I correct? I don't know. You seem pretty good at throwing poop 100 yards into somebody's face. No, that's John McCack the eighth. That's oh. my brother. Eighth? There's eight of you? No, there's the way more. Than, there's more, there's way more than eight. brother the eighth, and you're... Not. I'm the seventh. I'm the sixth. It's very hard to keep track. Is your family tree not fork? What's wrong with you? How does this even happen? Fate decides things sometimes. At this yeah. point, Blitzen just like pause at you. John is just like meow, 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 meow. All right, talking too much. Go ahead, Blitzen. And kind of Blitzen just stands there, just looks at John, just nods. I'm basically saying. You you need a manager. The cat's going to do you well, but it's not going to last you the whole time. That too. I can't fire Blitzen. It's a kid. No, no, no. Blitzen is still our manager. He's just the translator. I was going to say co-managers. I understand the cat perfectly. And just like <laughs> nuts. Is this, is this what you want, Blitzen? You're going to lose half your check to that guy? That guy pooped on my face at 100 yards. He's going to lose... You're right, his brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> He's going to lose half his check, so are we paying John in half a salmon? Technically. I do have my own form of cash. Is there is there a contract for this? Oh, of course there is, if you want to sign it. Yeah, let me see it. He's going to pull out of his pocket these tiny pair of reading glasses that like just barely fit over his nose. I'm going to... I'm going to pull it out. Yes, Blitzen already read over it. Yes, he did. Uh, What's that word say? Cats. Got it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a C in it. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to have this someone can read. I'm going to take the contract. I'm going to read the contract. Is there anything I need to know about this contract? Or am I not allowed to know about this contract? You don't have to know about it. I'm not doing anything secret, sneaky. <laughs> yeah, this contract is by and by. It's legal, and there's no like loopholes or any kind of shenanigans that are involved. The only thing that John asks is fifty percent of this salmon, apparently. So <laughs> that's really all there is to co-manage the Coal Club and the Bayou Brotherhood. Listen, he made that choice, so I told uh, him like. I, I was just I, like, the Bayou Brotherhood are still in his employee. That's a choice he ha he decided to make, so we're just sticking with that and see what happens. And you guys can say no. I still got the Bayou Brotherhood. Isn't that a conflict is... of interest that you manage two warring factions? No, it's fun to see what happens. Also, me and my brother don't really get along, so... And he's technically he plays the glass man, so should be fine. But still give us access to that shirt cannon. Oh, yes. Yeah. I want to fill that with something and shoot it at your brother. 
Oh, natural, so natural wizard man. What do you think? There's some abjuration magic at work. Oh yeah. Contract looks sound. Don't know about this whole brother thing. Oh yeah. Some dark packs have been made in regards to that. That's what I think. Oh yeah. Right. But if Blitzen thinks it's a good idea, I follow the familiar. Oh yeah. You just see Blitzen just like meow. <laughs> so the only one who hasn't been listening is Umbra goes ahead and takes off his headphones and he takes off his headphones you can hear blaring like heavy metal deathcore music coming out of his headphones while when he takes them off yes. yeah John and Blitzen we're part of this group and you should listen so you can make a decision like everybody else so it's all fair oh he walked in oh I've been here discuss. Oh, I've been here discussing being co-manager for a while now. Yeah, I've had my headphones on listening to Deathcore, preparing for my match that's coming up in five minutes. Yep. Let me see it. And I just... He looks it over, looks at you, John, and just goes, I still don't like you. No one likes me. What you're going to be doing for us? It's a job. Yep. No cheating... Bullshit. And he says it with the straightest face right at you, John. So, then it shall be done. He goes ahead, signs it, hands it back, takes his headphones off and goes, well, since you're one of us now, I got a match. Clean the sweat off these. Toss the headphones Ah. at him and walks out. Damn. (laughs) The disrespect. (laughs) I don't like him. Umbra oh. does not like him. He cheats Umbra's and he messes only- with my friends. <laughs> Umbra's the only one to sign the contract so far. Yes. Who's next? I'm going to... Oh, balls. This is The stakes are really high right now. Under Umbra's rule, I will not cheat for him at all. Keyword is for him. Umbra heard that from the back and said... <laughs> did you guys hear... Did you guys hear the wind? <laughs> I heard something. Blitzen... Blitzen at this point just looks at the rest of you three. I I didn't hear like I heard one word. I didn't hear the rest. That's why I said it. I believe the word was asshole, but I couldn't. Oh, asshole! What's the difference at this point? You said don't. You said don't cheat, and I'm not cheating. And if he doesn't want me to do that sugary shit for him, that's fine. If the other people want me to do it, I'll do it. I'm gonna. Sign this under one condition. I'm happy to have you co-manage take some of the pressure off of Blitzen, even though he loses half his precious salmon. But here's the thing. If you cheat or swindle or harm Blitzen in any way, Macho Mage gets your soul. Oh, trust me. Macho Mage will hold up a phylactery. Trust me, I have some people who are after that. That's right. That's our wizard, Merlin. But he gonna keep it. We will see. Oh, we will, so that's... Oh, okay, well then I'll wait then. Okay. That just mean after my death, we'll see if that actually happens or not. Oh, no you don't have to be dead to lose your soul, honey. The path to Lichdom has many roads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will explain that case later then. So... This is Mikey popping in for the listening audience. The meta-ness that is this whole entire sequence right now 
is like making me laugh my ass off. Continue. <laughs> right now, all of us are just tackling our shit off right now. Yes. I'm gonna hand I'm gonna hand Macho Mage the contract and say however fit to take one soul and write it in the legalese here. Whatever language you fit, my friend. I'll sign it. Okay, so that's two. So Axel and Macho Mage. Axel signs it in red crayon. As the red crayon. So that's so, three. So Macho Mage. Macho Mage will add a a su- the subclause of the soul, yeah. but he's gonna write it in 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 Latin, so it looks like some ominous spell work. And then there's gonna be like alchemy circles and all that shit on there as well. And before he and before he signs, he's going to look up at you and he's going to be like is the grass man off limits or are we able to mess with him you're able to mess with him I won't stop you you do what you do I do what I do if you ask me to help I will help bibbidi bobbidi boo and the macho mage will sign oh my gosh yes grass man does have his own character sheet just, we'd love to see it. But okay, so at Macho Mage, after you sign it, Blitzen will come up, grab the contract, and his mouth brings it over you to you, Jaw, and just the muffled murmur. Oh my goodness. You're muted if you're trying to say something. Ah, <laughs> uh, I said in character, thank you, my good friend. Now we have some work to do. As I'm going to grab the headphones, and I'm. No one has ever seen Macaque's true face at this point. He's just been wearing right. a mask. Mm. He's gonna he's gonna pull out from this this one of his shirt pockets. He's gonna pull out pull out like one of those glasses cleaners. And then start cleaning the headphones as he starts walking out to the stage to start his new work. Jeez. Okay, we cut back to the ring. So we'll just say for the sake of it. Umbra, you and Tommy make your way to the ring. The following contest is scheduled for one fall and it is has a 10 minute time limit. This is an exhibition boxing day match. The only way to win this match is to put your opponent into the. We'll say for the sake of it to any of the numerous boxes around the ring and seal the container up tight. There's more than one box? <laughs> yeah, I'm making it more than one box with different yeah. places you can send it to. Okay, so now only I know where each one each tag says. Yep. Hello, everyone. This is John McCack. This year. We are here today to watch a great fight and see someone stuffed into a box. The greatest of our evolution. I wish everyone the best of luck here. As a friendly match. Good luck, both of you. As I'm going to roll my 2d6 for my first ability. I got to go all the way back just to remember what it is because it's been (laughs) two weeks. It feels so weird to be out of practice. Oh, okay. So this is the meal ticket. Let's see. I was using these two. Yeah. See. And this is... Let's see. I believe would this be mouthpiece? Oh, since it's the start of the mat, 
it would be mouthpiece. Oh, I don't even have to roll for this. You just have one more momentum already, Umbra. Hell yeah! <laughs> Wait, is that one additional momentum? Yes. Yep. So I'm at three momentum. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I can do this multiple times per day. It is I'm, crazy. All I right. Mean, I, I kind of look at him and just go, thanks. Ding. The bell rings and Tommy kind of shakes your hand and both of you are in the middle of the ring. So Umbra, you start in control of this match. 